The Zamzo's Garden Show is sponsored by Zamzo's. The views, opinions, and advice offered by the show's hosts do not necessarily reflect those of KBOI or its parent company, Cumulus Media. KBOI makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information expressed and shall not be responsible or liable for any claims arising out of the use of or reliance upon any such information. What kind of seeds are you sowing? Why is it so green where you're from? It must be Zamzo's growing in your yard, garden, or barn. You've done it right, you see it. Got the help that you needed. Zamzo's really makes you want to come home. I'm coming home. Cause nobody knows. Like Zamzo's. News Talk 670 KBOI. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on News Talk 670 KBOI. To be a part of the show, call now, 1-800-529-KBOI or 336-3700. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on the Big 670 KBOI. How's it going, everybody? This is the Zamzo's Garden Show, and I am your host, Nolan Guthrie, and uh, I'm live in studio for two weeks in a row. Seems like something that hasn't happened as much lately, but uh, really excited to be back in studio again and getting a chance to talk to everybody. Uh, on the way here, I heard on the radio that uh, the highs were going to be close to freezing and uh, and that was a little disappointing. <laughs> but it is January, so I don't know that we can expect too much more than that. Uh, but what's really nice is that, uh, you know, the sun's shining, at least over here in Boise it is. Wasn't when I was leaving Nampa. It wasn't quite uh, shining over there yet. We still had some fog. But it was really nice to head this way and see some sun and at least get to dream about uh, spring that's on the way. So... Uh, I always think about those times when uh, it's cold or uh, dreary or snowing. Like Those are times where we just get to think about what gets to happen in spring. So let's talk about some of those things that are going to happen in spring, shall we? Uh, if you'd like to be a part of the show, I would love to talk to you. You can give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. I want to kind of keep going along with the theme I've uh, been going with, uh, particularly last week and I think the, a couple weeks before that, uh, just talking about some of the things that are like perennial problems, things that happen on a regular basis, you know, they seem to plague our garden or our lawn or our trees or our shrubs or whatever it is. Um, so if you've got one of the, you know, something that's been bothering you, something that you just kind of keeps happening, you can't really, you haven't really been able to figure out what's wrong. Uh, I really want to deep dive into some of those things. So you can do that. Give me a call if you have anything like that. I've got a few of them that I want to talk about today, but I will always change course and talk about what you want to talk about and do that at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Got a few little bits of news to get to first. Um, Next week is we're going to be, I think I mentioned it a few weeks ago, we will have our kids event, our Zamzoo kids event. We renamed all of our the pet rooms at all the Zamzos are now called the Zamzoo, um, which is a lot of fun. And you know, they've been kind of revamped and re reworked. And, and I think all stores have some level of pet in them. Uh, but we will be doing uh, a kids event, something for the kids to do next Saturday, uh, which will be the 5th of February, the first weekend of February there. Uh, this event's going to be taking place at our Federal Way, our State Street 
our Overland and our Nampa locations, and it's going to go from 1030 to 1130, and it's going to be a fun event for kids. You know, they'll, they'll get to come in, and uh, the people that are in charge of our taking care of our pets in the store are going to walk them through, show them how to take care of a variety of different animals. There may be chances to interact with some of those pets, uh, but you'll also just get to see how to take care of them, and that's a lot of fun. Get to feed maybe some fish or uh, you know, put some crickets in a tank, you know, you never know. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, and we, there's going to be some incentives, uh, as well. Uh, you're going to get kids are going to get a t-shirt, which will be a lot of fun. And also you'll get a, uh, a coupon. So if there is a pet you've been looking for, it's a great way to learn how to take care of it. And you're going to get a coupon to, uh, get that new pet. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, should check that out. We've got some of those, that information up at zamzos.com and on our Facebook page. And there will be more coming out as we move through the week there. So look forward to that uh, next Saturday, February 5th, at our Federal Way State Street Overland Nampa locations from 1030 to 1130. Bring your kids. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, we do have a dog food sale going on right now. Actually, it's probably one of the best sales I think I've ever seen us do. Uh, when it comes to dog food, that's going to be going on through Monday. So if you've got a dog and you're feeding Grandma Z's or Z- some of the Zamzo's brand foods, this is a great way to stock up and get some extra savings. If you buy one bag of dog food, you get $5 off. If you buy two bags of food, you get $8 off each bag, so you're saving $16. And if you're buying three bags, you're getting $11 off each bag. So it's a total of 33 and you can get up to 10 bags. So it's a really, really good deal. Uh, definitely check that out if you've got a dog. I think dog beds are also 40% off right now too. So that's a really good one. Uh, I stopped getting my dog a bed. We got her a bed when she, when we first got her and she did pretty good with it for a bit. And then she tore it up and I was like, okay, blankets from now on, I think is what we're going to go with. But if you've got, I don't know that, I don't think all dogs chew up their beds. That can't possibly be true. So, um, I'll probably end up getting her another bed at some point. Um, but for right now, it's just too risky. <laughs> it's just too risky and too much stuff to clean up um, if she decides to tear that bed up. But uh, good deal on those. Um, okay, and then the last thing. Um, actually, i got two more things here to talk about. Uh, we are going to do uh, – we're getting ready for our seed starting class. We're starting to get all the seeds are coming in. All the seed starting gear and uh, things that you need to do that are all coming into the stores. And we're going to do a class here in a couple weeks on uh, February 19th. And we're going to do one of the one thing we're going to do a little bit differently. We're going to have the classes at all the locations um, in the valley. Uh, so all 13 locations will have a free class for everybody. You can come in. Uh, and you'll be able to learn about seed starting if you don't know it or get some refresher. We'll have all the stuff available for you to purchase. We are also doing a seed starting workshop, and this will be done at our location at State Street, and this will be actually a paid class, so it's a little bit different for us. It's only going to be $20, but you're going to get uh, well over $20 in seed starting stuff. Pretty much what you're going to do is you're going to come in. Chris Owings has been on the show many times. A uh, coworker of mine, very smart, uh, is going to teach the class, and you're going to get to start your seeds in the class. You're going to be walking out with uh, basically your garden, um, which is really awesome and should be a lot of fun. Like I said, $20. Uh, we'll have more information 
on how to sign up for that as we get a little bit closer to it. We're going to start putting that stuff out there. But uh, keep an eye out for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. That class, that paid class is actually, we're going to limit that to about 50 people. Um, and uh, it will, like I said, we'll have more information in the stores and on our uh, Facebook and, and, and online, stuff like that. So a lot of fun. Uh, thinking about gardening right now is just something that I think a lot of us are doing. So and then one last thing, we had our hiring fair last week, which was a tremendous success. I think they were able to hire close to 30 people uh, to work at Zamzo's this spring, um, which is just tremendous. So I want to say uh, welcome to a whole bunch of new employees throughout the uh, Treasure Valley. I don't know if they're listening. I, you know, I, They might not be. Who knows? Uh, but we there's still a lot of opportunity to uh, get hired on at Zamzo's. So if it's something like if you're interested in you know dogs or cats or gardening or houseplants, all that sort of stuff. If you've got some interest in some of those things, Zamzo's is a great place to work and uh, lots of benefits, lots of, I mean, you get you get an employee discount when you work at Zamzo's. So if you're into that, those sorts of things, you get a discount on that thing that you're interested in, which is really awesome and just kind of a, you know, a nice side benefit, but also like just you get the chance to help people. And I think that's the thing that I've really enjoyed the most out of my time at Zamzo's. I get to meet so many people and get to help them with lots of different things that they're uh, doing in their lawn or their garden or with their pets. And you learn so many things like after a little bit of time, like I never would have thought of myself as like a dog food expert, but after working for Zamzo's for 18 years, I am you know, kind of a dog food expert. I know a lot of stuff, way more than I ever thought I would know about dog food. But it's really fascinating stuff, so you get to do that, and uh, you can uh, apply at any time at zamzos.com. Just scroll down to the bottom. There's a link there that will take you to our uh, application page, and you can do that at any time. So check that out. Okay, so those are all, that's kind of all the stuff that's going on at Zamzos over the next few weeks, and uh, we've got a lot of stuff happening, and i got to talk about a lot of different things here uh, in the next few segments. It looks like we got a phone call, but we're going to go to a quick break. So, Dave, please stay on the line. We will get to you here in just a moment. This is the Zamzos Garden Show on KBOI. The Zamzos Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk 670 KBOI. Hi, this is Josh Zamzo inviting you to take advantage of our biggest savings ever on dog food during Zamzo's Stock Up and Save Sale going on now through Monday, January 31st at all 13 Zamzo's. Now through Monday, all large bags of all Zamzo's and Grandma Z's brand dog food are on sale up to $11 per bag. Here's the deal. Buy one bag and get $5 off. Buy two bags of the same food and get $8 off per bag. Buy three or more large bags of the same Zamzo's or Grandma Z's dog food and get $11 off per bag. And if you really want to stock up, you can buy up to 10 bags of the same food and save $110. Small bags are on sale, too, at $3 off per bag with no limits. And select dog beds are 40% off during the sale. But the name of this sale is Stock Up and Save. And the more you buy, the more you save. During the Stock Up and Save sale on Zamzo's and Grandma Z's brand dog food on now through Monday, January 31st at all 13 Zamzo's. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. Nate Shellman, live, weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on 670 KBOI. 
All right, we are back for part two of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host, Nolan Guthrie. If you'd like to be a part of the show, we'd love to talk to you. You can do that at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOY. Before the break, we had a call from Dave in Boise. Dave, how's it going? How can we help you today? I'm pretty cold. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my question is, I'm having trouble trying to control some yuccas that they uh mm. It, it, it seems like every time I try and dig them out or uh, eliminate them in an area, they, they just come back with a vengeance and just keep spreading. And, and it, now it's it's encroaching onto the sidewalk where people walk. You know, I, I mean, the, the leaves are coming out there. And, just, and I just, you know, they're they're just being a nuisance. Yeah. Yeah, yucca. Um, it, it's kind of interesting. I remember in school how much I kind of I liked yuccas um, kind of just as a really uh, – sturdy plant and they seem to do really well and then kind of as i got more and more into uh this uh this whole deal i realized they can be kind of uh, invasive they can be a little weedy and they they certainly are a difficult one to get rid of um in certain situations so um i definitely feel your pain there they are they they can be a tough one so what i what i've found to be the best when i've got um particularly a bigger plant like that something that is just a little more uh you know kind of established or sturdy um we've got a product called um stump and vine killer and there's a couple different ones that you'll see in the store um, but the one you want is um, it's going to be in a little like eight ounce bottle and it comes with a brush. I don't always use the brush, but um, with a yucca, what you'll what you can do with this stuff is anytime you see it and really what's happening is that it's just it's t- difficult to get all the root that comes that they put out there. And what this stuff is really good at is if you uh, just cut it off, cut the yucca, the wherever the plants coming up, cut it off at the top. And you use this that you can use that brush or, you know, put it in a dish and use like a a bigger brush, something like that. And you just paint it on that brand new fresh cut. So you want to immediately put it on that really fresh cut and it soaks down into that root really quickly. And that's going to be probably your best bet to really get rid of it for good. It will still take a little bit of time because you've got a lot of root kind of, you know, floating around in the soil around there. So you're going to have to keep anytime you see a new one, you just paint it on there. And I've seen it kill uh, some pretty tough ones. Uh, my first house in Nampa had a whole bunch of pyracantha, and um, they were <clears throat> not fun to deal with, uh, particularly, you know, just pruning them back was just always a difficulty. But then as my kids got older, you know, I didn't want them playing around a bunch of pyracantha. Um so I ended up cutting all those out and used that sump and vine killer on them as I, as I finished kind of pruning them back down to the base. And really, in just one application, I was able to take care of them. So I, I think that's probably – have you tried anything like that to get rid of them, or have you just been I, primarily digging? Vine, uh, no, uh, but that leads me to another question, if, I, if you will allow me to ask. Yeah. Uh, I am – I'm – Trying to control the poison ivy, I, I, I like some of it, but it just, you know, if you don't stay on top of it, it just takes off mm. and grows in places you don't want. So I'm assuming that something vine also would work good on, on the uh, um, vines that I have taken off on me. Yes, absolutely. And you can't even mix it up as well. It's not going to be quite as um, quick if you... 
uh, as if you apply it to like a fresh cut. Um, but you can yeah. you can mix it up and spray it as well. For the yucca, I would definitely go with the straight application to the fresh cut. Okay. But in some of those, like when you're dealing with like a vine that's growing up, like you know, uh, you know, the side of the house, or even growing up on a yeah. tree, you can definitely use that as well. And what you what you can do too is if you know where they're coming out and you don't want to tear it all down right away, just making a fresh cut and painting it on wherever that is, it starts to move up into that those places really quickly. And if it's not going to, you got to remember it is a non-selective herbicide. So if you whatever you spray it on. Any kind of plant, it can kill it. So you got to be careful around, you know, the trunks of trees and if there's other plants nearby, uh, okay. because it will kill those other things. Which is what's kind of nice about that that specific type of application is you can, you know, you've got that fresh cut, you can put it right on there. You know exactly where it's gone. It's not going to move out of the plant at that point. It's just going to move in through the plant, and uh, and it does it does a really good job. It it is it's a you know if you've got a lot of area to control. Um, it's certainly uh, a little bit on the spendier side because, like I said, it only comes in that eight ounce bottle, but you don't use a lot. So um, that's one of those ones like you, you you don't have to be sparing, but you don't you don't need that much. So uh, yeah. you, you just got to kind of play with that a little bit, and you'll you'll get you'll get it taken care of. It, it just can takes a little bit of time, but you should start to see things uh, kind of regress a lot faster with that one. Okay, thanks, sir. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for the call, Dave. Appreciate it. That's always one that's a, a perennial, especially like a yucca. You know, yuccas are perennial. Um, actually, I, think, I wonder if they're evergreen. That's an interesting thing. I'll have to look that up because um, they don't lose their leaves, but they don't necessarily grow year-round. Anyway, something to look up for later or maybe during the break. Anyway, if you want to be a part of the show, we'd love to talk to you. You can do that at 208 208- 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Uh, I want to get into some of those perennial problems, things that happen on a regular basis and how you can, you know, stop them for good or get rid of them forever. Um, or at least, you know, know what's going on because I think a lot of times what these things are is just, we just need more knowledge about what's happening. We need to know kind of the entirety. And that's one of those things that I like about Zamzos is we always try to figure out what's causing a problem not just what it you know what it is and what it's doing right now but why that thing happened so um i wanted to get into some of those uh today so like last week uh we talked about chinch bugs getting rid of chinch bugs for good in the lawn uh, or you know at least have ways to really reduce it we had a great call about coddling moss in your apples last uh, week as well. So uh, keeping along with that theme, the one I, I, I thought we'd transition a little bit into uh, the garden and talk about tomatoes because tomatoes are like king of the garden. Everybody, uh, <coughs> excuse me, wants to grow tomatoes or, you know, it's something that we start with. And there's a couple of things that tend to happen with tomatoes, particularly when you're, you're brand new. And it's actually, I shouldn't even say that because there are a lot of things that uh, happen to seasoned gardeners, uh, and I think it's really just about knowing what those things are. So the first one I wanted to talk about was end rot, because end rot is uh, something that just will tend to happen to just about everybody at some point when it comes to tomatoes. If you're growing a tomato, chances are you're going to come across end rot at some point in time in that plants, uh, or you know, just in your your career as a gardener, let's say. Uh, it is a very common issue. Um, and basically what end rot is, is as, uh, <coughs> excuse me, got a little scratch. Um, 
as your as your tomatoes set their fruit, so they've they've started growing and they're looking great. They're growing up. Um, you're getting flowers and you're getting the little tomatoes are starting to set. What will happen uh, as it starts to grow out just a little bit? Usually, you know, as it um, uh, you know, it, it can happen at mul- at different times uh, stages of its growth. Uh, but basically, the reason they call it end rot or they'll call it blossom end rot, it is it happens where what would be at the bottom of the fruit, uh, which was where the blossom started, right? So where the bloom started, it shows up at that bottom part of uh, the tomato, and it can move around a little bit. But basically what's happening is as the fruit de- is developing, it's uh, the skin gets the skin on that bottom side starts to get real mushy. It will turn black, and it gets really watery. And end rot uh, going for too long can end up uh, destroying that fruit. Um, so it's, it's, it's one you want to really avoid because if you get, uh, you know, a nice growing tomato plant, uh, and all of the ends are rotting, you're going to lose You can start losing a lot of that fruit, especially when you're starting out really early in the season. That seems to be where it's the most impactful is early on in the season. What you'll tend to find is that, uh, and what I've experienced over numerous years is, uh, I'll usually get a couple of the first fruits, uh, the first tomato set, I'll see a little bit of end rot on it. And usually I don't worry too much about the first, if it's just a couple, you know, I see, you know, I get the first two or three tomatoes that are on there and I see a little bit of end rot. I'm not usually going to worry about those quite as much as I am as we get further into the year. Usually as soon as I see it, I'll take those fruits off because, uh, once they've, they've got end rot, it's not going to get fixed. It's kind of irreparably damaged at that point. So I typically just remove it uh, because there's no reason to keep it on there. And what when you remove a fruit, that's not going to do, because if the fruit stays there, it's going to keep using up resources. So you want to remove the fruit that's not going to do you any good and let the plant move that those resources back into the other fruit that is still going to be viable. So a lot of times it can kind of take care of its own. Usually you'll find uh, in the spring when we have a lot of rain, uh, it'll usually the end rot will usually precede a, a tremendous amount of rain. So if we have a really rainy spring, you might notice as that rain kind of finishes up, you 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 see that kind of those first fruits start to show up with some end rot there. And really, end rot, uh, you know, there was kind of a, for a long time, it was we kind of just dealt with it by trying to supplement with calcium. And a lot of that has been, I, I wouldn't say it's a myth because it is still, uh, calcium is still a component to end rot, but it's not the only component. The biggest component to end rot is actually uh, that that water. It's It's having too much or not enough, or it's kind of that transition between too much and not enough. So it's going from not enough water to way too much water and kind of back and forth. So it's when you've got these big swings in the amount of moisture that's in the soil and the plant's able to take up, which is why we'll we'll tend to see it after a heavy rain or an extended time with some rain and cooler temperatures. So, uh, you know, there's not a lot we can do about preventing rain. <laughs> you know, we don't want to do that, but there are some things we can do to the soil. We'll get we'll get into that here in just a moment, but we do have to go to another break. It looks like we have Doug on the line, so we're good we'll get to Doug here in the third part of the show. If you want to be a part of the show, we'd love to talk to you. Give us a call 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. This is the Amzo's Garden Show. 
The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk 670 KBOI. Hi, this is Josh Zamzo, and in case you haven't noticed, national brand dog foods are going up in price, and in some cases over $5 a bag. If you've got a big dog or are feeding multiple dogs, that can add up quick. But here in the Treasure Valley, you have an alternative to expensive national brand pet foods. You see, at Zamzo's, we've been in the pet nutrition business for almost 90 years, and have been scientifically formulating our own line of local dog foods since the 1970s. And we have a knowledgeable staff that can help you make the switch from an expensive national brand to a local food that's actually higher in quality and lower in price. And now through Monday is the perfect time to switch because right now every Zamzo's and Grandma Z's dog food is on sale. Buy one bag, get $5 off. Buy two bags and get $8 off per bag. And buy three or more large bags of the same Zamzo's or Grandma Z's dog food and get $11 off per bag during the stock up and save sale on Zamzo's and Grandma Z's brand dog food at all 13 Zamzo's. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part three of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host, Nolan Guthrie. And uh, if you'd like to be a part of the show, you can give me a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Those phone lines are open. We're talking about different things that happen in your lawn or your garden, your trees and your shrubs that are perennial as in they they just keep happening and keep dealing with it not really sure we want to try to get to the bottom of those things and figure out what it is that's causing it and how we can fix it. it looks like we got a phone call from Doug in Meridian Doug how's it going how can i help you today uh I'm doing good Nolan. good good to hear you yeah um i was just coming through my paper uh, on Wednesday's um i know press and it has um a story about up and up it's a indoor vertical Farming startup plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that'd be as fun because you, you <laughs> use less water and less land. We like to get up there and get our hands dirty, you know. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting how um, there are a lot of those. You know, uh, I think there's a lot of different um, systems. I think that are out there and. For some people, I think it actually, you know, it makes a lot of sense. If you're, um, like, if you're renting, you know, and you can't really dig up and and do a new garden, or if you live in, um, you know, like an apartment, um, you know, and that is happening more and more around the valley. So in those cases, I think yeah. they make a lot of sense. But I'm kind of with you. I mean, I, 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 I want to get out there and I want to do stuff all the time. You know, actually, as I think about it, there are. Um, if if I had the space in the house, I think it would be kind of an interesting thing to do, especially if you wanted to grow things and have some stuff year round, you know, if you could get some lights on it. And so that kind of appeals to me in some ways. But, you know, for the most part, I, I'm kind of with you. I, I want to get out there and like, you know, get my hands dirty and uh, dig in the dirt. Like that's kind of that's the, the, the fun part of gardening. I mean, getting the food yeah. is is always is always great. Um, but yeah, that process, like there's nothing that really gets away from that process, you know? Yeah. The the store that's going to be carrying it is Walmart. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different systems out there. So, I mean, you know, and I don't, I don't want to, uh, speak ill of anyone, but you know, I don't, you're probably not, if something goes wrong with that. They're probably going to come into Zamzos anyway, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, 
I've, I've had great experience with Zamzos. Yeah, yeah. With all my, with my pet and, you know, the lawn and all that. Absolutely. And the knowledge of you. Well, I appreciate it, Doug. Thanks for that. Um, it's always uh, those things are kind of interesting. You know, you see a lot of them, uh, a lot of those different uh, kind of systems that are out there, and they're always kind of interesting. I, you know, I think they're they're meant for a certain uh, certain people in certain situations, and I think those are they can be really cool and really neat. Um, but yeah, getting out in the getting out in the garden is always fun. And what's interesting is that even with some of those things, you can still encounter some of those perennial issues. You know, if you, especially if it's an indoor thing, you know, you've got a lot of, uh, things that can show up there. So <clears throat> certainly things to talk about. Um, so we were talking about, I was talking about tomatoes and blossom end rot. It's a perennial, you know, just something that happens all the time. Uh, and if you've got something like that out in your lawn or garden, something that you've just been struggling with or haven't been able to Kind of get to the bottom of. Give me a call two zero eight three three six three seven zero zero or one eight hundred five two nine KBOI. So uh, when we last left off with end rot, we were talking about kind of uh, what the some of the ways to really reduce end rot or you know try to eliminate it altogether if we can. And it's like I said, it's going to be something that you 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 encounter on a regular basis. If you're growing a tomato, chances are you're going to deal with end rot at some point. And like a lot of times it will kind of, it'll actually clear up on its own with just a little bit of time, but really where it starts and where we, we can really get to the bottom of it is it starts with uh, just really, uh, I, I always sound like a, a, a broken record. Uh, it starts with the soil. Really it's, it begins and ends uh, with the soil and it, what we do to the soil really starts to, fix a lot of those issues long term. So uh, again, if you're <clears throat> if you're dealing with uh, blossom and rot, the first thing you want to do if you've been dealing with it is more amendment, more compost, more organic material into the soil. Start with more of that. And because that's going to do tons of work uh, on a lot of different levels. Uh, and, and it'll actually fix a lot of other issues that'll start to happen as well. So more compost, more, get more of that organic matter into your soil. Uh, that's kind of step one. You can also, uh, humigreen is a great way to start that. I, I feel like I'm going more and more towards humigreen because it is so versatile and does so many good things for the soil. So that compost with some humigreen does some tremendous work. And really, really starts to help get that soil into a uh, much better shape. And that's where you, you really want to start with eliminating end rot um, <clears throat> for good. So starting with the soil is the first thing you want to do. The next thing is watering. Watering is very important uh, with tomatoes. And I think we tend to, um, you know, and I, like, I know I, do, I, I tend to. Um, and I'm sure a lot of other people as well tend to overwater our tomatoes. And what I tend to do, and I'm, um, perennially guilty of this is I tend to water, um, uh, infrequently, or, uh, I don't get, I don't stay on a good schedule because, uh, I don't know. I'm lazy, I guess. I just, things just get in the way and I just forget about it. So I just overwater and then I tend to forget about it and then it kind of gets too dry and then I water it again. So the big key here is consistency. You want to make sure you stay consistent, water, on the same day, all the time, water for the same amount of time as much as you can. And then you adjust as we get warmer, you might have to water more frequently. So you want to water deep water, put a good amount of water out there, 
let it go for a couple of days, and then put a good amount of water out there again. But make sure you stake as consistent as possible. So if you're doing it every uh, two or three days, keep going every two or three days. Don't let that stop. Keep that consistency, and you'll notice that end rot really starts to go away uh, with that. <clears throat> and if you get, uh, you know, like I said uh, in the previous segment, if it's if it's going to rain. Go ahead and turn the water. You don't have to water while it's raining. Let the let the rain do its thing. It'll soak that soil really good for you, and you can just forget about it for a while and then get back onto your regular schedule as quickly as you can. Uh, but make sure you give it a little bit of that drying out period. You don't want it to stay wet constantly because that causes a bunch of other issues. Okay, So consistent watering is really your best friend, uh, well, your second best friend, when it comes to preventing that end rot. Okay, so now we talked about calcium. Now, calcium is not the full problem. It's not really, it's not really a myth, uh, but it is uh, something that isn't as important as that watering in the soil issue. But you do got to still make sure that you have calcium. Really what's happening is it's the inability for the plant to take in calcium. So uh, a lot of times we tend to have enough calcium in our soil, but if the plant's not able to take it in, then we don't have enough, right? Or it's not available. So we want to do different things uh, than adding more calcium. Usually sometimes a little bit of sulfur might be the, the case that we want to go with there. A little bit of sulfur might be it. Even sometimes a little bit of Epsom salt can actually help. Uh, that magnesium can help bring in that uh, <clears throat> those other nutrients that we need. And, of course, consistent feeding is another thing. Uh, starting off with tomato boom is, uh, you know, probably the best thing you can do uh, aside from your soil and saying with consistent with watering, getting that tomato boom in the soil at time of planting kind of just takes care of most of your feeding requirements for the year. If I mean, you can just use tomato boom, but really uh, that's not what I do. I start with tomato boom, but I am I'm constantly using thrive. Um, I think this year I'm going to start experimenting with some more of the chicken soup for the soil because I haven't used it yet, but I, I'm starting to see some places where I really want to start using it and, and kind of experimenting with it. And that's really what it comes down to when it comes to gardening, right? Is we want to experiment and try new things. So uh, we've got to go to one more break. If you'd like to be a part of the show, I'd love to talk to you. you and give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk 670 KBOI. Hi, this is Josh Zamzo inviting you to take advantage of our biggest savings ever on dog food during Zamzo's Stock Up and Save Sale going on now through Monday, January 31st at all 13 Zamzos. Now through Monday, all large bags of all Zamzos and Grandma Z's brand dog food are on sale up to $11 per bag. Here's the deal. Buy one bag and get $5 off. Buy two bags of the same food and get $8 off per bag. Buy three or more large bags of the same Zamzos or Grandma Z's dog food and get $11 off per bag. And if you really want to stock up, you can buy up to 10 bags of the same food and save $110. Small bags are on sale, too, at $3 off per bag with no limits. And select dog beds are 40% off during the sale. But the name of this sale is Stock Up and Save. And the more you buy, the more you save. During the Stock Up and Save sale on Zamzo's and Grandma Z's brand dog food on now through Monday, January 31st at all 13 Zamzo's. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. The Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays from 1 to 3 on 670 KBOI. 
All right, we are back for part four of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. And uh, if you'd like to be a part of the show, we can certainly get a call in or two, and you can do that at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. During the break, we got a call from Mark in Boise. Mark, how's it going? How can we help you today? Hey, good good Thursday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. got a quick question for you. I have a house up in Donnelly, and I'm looking for a glass that is the uh, drought resistance because, you know, the temperature swing. I know it's kind of early to talk about grass, but yeah. I want to get be able to get a, a, a seed in there. And what would you recommend for that? Uh, yeah. Is there, have you tried something before or are you kind of just uh, first, first, first take at it? First, the first take at it. Yeah. I, I grow great with dandelions, but uh, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, our, so th- there's a few things you can, uh, you want to think about. Um, you know, having a place up at a higher elevation, uh, can always be a, a, a difficult one, especially, you know, if you want to have a lawn. Are, do you want to have, um, like a standard, like kind of regular turf, or do you want it to be a little more kind of open fieldy? Does that make sense? You know, open, yeah. Because, you know, I don't want to have to mow it each week, but, yeah. you know, it's just something that it, it keeps the uh, <laughs> the sand and <laughs> dirt from uh, sure. being exposed. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so what, and, and is, are you going to have irrigation? Uh, limited. Limited irrigation. Okay, so like uh, yeah. kind of only when you're there sort of situation or? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So um, I got a couple of suggestions for you. Um, is, well, let me, one, one more question. Is it a lot of tree cover or are you going to have, or are you going to have some uh, good sun exposure? <clears throat> oh, definitely sun exposure. A few trees, but obviously I'm not going to plant anything in the trees, but yeah. the grassy areas or the, the sunny areas where I want to, uh, you know, okay. some vegetation there. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So I got a couple suggestions for you. The first one is uh, you want to try, uh, well, what you want to do is, we have a blend of grass called drought, drought or heat and drought is what it's called. I'm forgetting the name, but yeah, heat and drought. And what it is is basically a mix of uh, a couple different uh, fine fescues or um, creeping red fescues, what they'll call it. Um, and that's that's probably going to be one of your better one. That's going to give you a little bit more of a kind of a turf look. Um, the biggest challenges with a fescue is that they tend to be very slow to germinate. So. Um, when you the, typically, once we get to the right temperatures, like a, a perennial ryegrass or a Kentucky, well, even Kentucky's pretty slow, but like a perennial ryegrass will usually germinate in about 10 to 14 days, kind of once it warms up. Your fescues and uh, Kentucky, but we're not going to talk about Kentucky because that's not one you're going to want to grow up there. But your fescues tend to be closer to 20, 21 days uh, to germination. So you got to make sure that it's, it's, it's got some cover to it and you're not losing it to like your birds and your other, your other animals. Right. So that's one of your biggest things. Um, what's nice about it is that, you know, if you, you get it on kind of early, um, you shouldn't have to do a ton of watering because you're probably going to have plenty of moisture early on in the season. And once it's established, um, it's really not going to need very much at all. What you might tr- tend to find is uh, during the hotter part of the year, it might kind of go a little bit dormant. Um, you know, might kind of go brown a little bit, but it's not dying. It's just going dormant. Um, so even you know, you're you're uh, if you can get up there, you know, every couple of weeks to get some water on it, um, it's going to look. It, it'll stay looking good, but it doesn't need that much. Um, but that would probably be my my first best suggestion. 
uh, is our heat and drought mix. Um, it's going to, like okay. I said, it's going to give you that good kind of turf look uh, or a little bit more of a, a typical turf look. Um, it'll be a little bit, not quite as, you know, what you're used to. It's going to be a little bit finer, a little coarser. Um, the other one would be, um, we sell it as a pasture grass, but it's called a slope saver. Um, and it's uh, a lot of bunching grasses. Um, so you'll, <clears throat> you don't need as much of it. Um, but it is a very good drought tolerant blend. It's something that they use a lot after a fire um, in certain areas. You know, if you if they get a big fire rolling through, it's a, it's a blend of grass that they use after that fire because it it it, it establishes really well, um, and it doesn't need that much water. But it also helps with a lot of erosion and uh, those kinds of issues. So it's not going to be, you know, a real kind of it's going to be even less like a normal turf. So you're going to see a lot of, um, a lot more clumping. Uh, you know, it might not fill in completely the entire time, but it's going to be very low maintenance. So you really can just kind of mow that one once or twice a year and that's about it. So it's going to give you more of a, the kind of a field look, I guess I would say. Um, so that's, that's kind of what you're where the, the benefits or the challenges you would have with either of those. Um, but I would, I would probably first lean towards that, uh, heat and drought mix. Um, cause once it's established, it's going to be, it's going to be really nice for you. So what about the soil content? I mean, it's a very sandy soil. Yeah. So is that going to be a problem as far as that uh, heat and drought mix? No, I mean, uh, sandy soil is actually one of the better mediums for most grasses to grow in. Now you can have some issues, um, with, uh, if it's not, um, if there's not enough moisture or water there, um, you might get some movement when you first get it planted, right? Because a lot of times that soil will tend to be kind of hydrophobic, you know, so you get some water on there and it doesn't go into the soil. It kind of runs off. So you got to be kind of ready for that. So it's, it's a good idea if you can to get some compost or some organic matter down in there. Um, I like, I, I kind of always like Humagreen because it does hold on to that moisture really well. And it's a great cover, really easy way to just put something on top of that, that grass seed as it's coming in and it'll hold on to that moisture and make sure it stays there. Um, but you know, a little bit of compost or some sort of organic matter. I like to put that down first, then put your seed down it on top of it and then just kind of lightly rake it in, uh, or grate it in. And uh, that should be uh, a fair amount, but once again, once it's established, that soil type is not going to be an issue at all. You know, I have a really good base of uh, kids around, but I'm not really kidding around. But the uh, dandelions are strong up there, so will that choke <laughs> that out? It will eventually. Yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time. You know, you got to give that grass time to establish, but once it is and you get it going, it's going to really start reducing the amount of dandelions that you have up there. And also really just feeding it. I mean, dandelions are a symptom of just not having enough other nutrients in there. And so that's one thing you want to consider, especially, you know, getting some of that uh, organic material up there and, and then just start to feeding, just starting, starting to feed it on a regular basis will help the grass establish and fill in and choke that out. And you'll see a big reduction in the number of dandelions. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Good luck with that. Uh, growing grass up there in uh, the Donley area is always a challenge. And uh, thanks for the call, Mark. Appreciate everybody's calls today. 
We are about out of time. So if you uh, want to catch us next week, we will be here. And uh, we'll talk to you then. Have a good one, everybody. This is the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm Nolan Guthrie. We'll talk to you next week. Hi, this is Joss Amzo, and in case you haven't noticed, national brand dog foods are going up in price, and in some cases over $5 a bag. If you've got a big dog or are feeding multiple dogs, that can add up quick. But here in the Treasure Valley, you have an alternative to expensive national brand pet foods. You see, at Zamzo's, we've been in the pet nutrition business for almost 90 years and have been scientifically formulating our own line of local dog foods since the 1970s. And we have a knowledgeable staff that can help you make the switch from an expensive national brand to a local food that's actually higher in quality and lower in price. And now through Monday is the perfect time to switch because right now every Zamzo's and Grandma Z's dog food is on sale. Buy one bag, get $5 off. Buy two bags and get $8 off per bag. And buy three or more large bags of the same Zamzo's or Grandma Z's dog food and get $11 off per bag during the stock up and save sale on Zamzo's and Grandma Z's brand dog food at all 13 Zamzo's.